When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh. I'm all man when it comes to the crust. Yeah. SpaghettiOs is a soup. Wow. I'm a man of many earth tones. Oh. Yeah, I think Cheerios are still Ooh, hot. Cheerios. Cheerios are hot, babe. Ooh. It's like an avocado. It's raw. The deuce. Coming to you live. On we don't tape. we don't need to do it anymore. I the only the only reason why I talk introed my own show is because I didn't have access to an announcer. And the only reason why I used my own song as the intro song to my own show is because I didn't have any intro music, but now we have both an intro and an announcer. And as you surely just heard seconds ago, we have been announced. We are professional. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about my sunglasses? I, okay. I, do you get... I, I mean, I find it odd that you're wearing them in my basement, but... <laughs> I wanted to come in with a vibe. You got a vibe. I have a vibe, right? Have we discussed, do you get a Sandra Bullock thing? Yes. Yeah. Oh, thank you for recognizing. I hope Is that to something be... that you want? Well, I just think she's like, she's just a hot older woman. Yeah. You know, that's a... Right. That's a, a goal. I think because guys, you guys don't really have to worry. Do you worry about aging? Yes. You do? Only what, recently. What do you worry about? Your nut sagging? No, I've had that issue for such a long time. I've never... <laughs> Jesus. I made I made my peace with that. <laughs> you made your peace with your peace. There's a lot of things that have been going on all at once. I'm going a little bit gray. I kind of dig the gray. Thank you. There's a, and it's very no, I know minuscule, but it's it's accumulating rapidly. It used I'm I blew right past the like oh isn't that cute I've got a gray hair now I feel a little bit jealous now of my friends who went gray prematurely. Yeah, cause it because it was cool. Exactly. That wasn't that was that wasn't like a sign of their impending demise. No, it was you know? like, oh, you're 20 and you're gray. You're like a young wizard. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and then I feel like the the area under my eyes is getting really sunken in all of a sudden. Oh, I got a guy for that. I <laughs> I got a I guy caught, for that. I caught a, a look at myself in the mirror with my head upside down, and I was a little staggered by. Like, well, you can never. No, don't show me that. Oh my god, that you look like a hundred. You look like a hundred pound plus you. You look like you, but like a, a before photo of you when you just did that. Wait, so a like hundred face. Uh, I am a hundred pound plus version of me. But, but, but <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. You're not fat. But I'm over a hundred pounds. No, but I mean a hundred pounds plus more. on what you got. Oh, I see. A hundred yeah. pounds on top of that. I see. No, to me, you look more rested. Really? Is okay. it just because we haven't really seen people? <laughs> Do you really look like a sick ghost? And I'm just thinking you look good. Well, I. <laughs> There's a lot of things going on. I am rested because I've been almost entirely sober for 2021. So that's I would, what's going I would, on. I would like to think that I don't feel like it's making a big difference, but I would like to think one would like to think that if one took very good care of oneself for like six months, that it would make some sort of visible difference. You have more color in your face. You don't yeah. look as like you almost looked like before uh-huh. a little jaundicey. Oh, really? I was I was jaundiced as a child. <laughs> John Dessie would be a great 90s hip hop band. <laughs> Could be 80s alternative as well. Right, just like yellow. <laughs> New Jack oh Jaundice. <laughs> I thought of us this morning because 
there was well yesterday because there was a poop fiasco not that this podcast is about poop but deuce obviously meaning two but yeah it's you know it's a double entendre because well i never also it means poop but yeah. not for us no but just for the conversation i'm about to have. i understand is this about the slip and slide no, but there was a diarrhea slip inside. There was a diarrhea slip inside. I thought you didn't inside. want to be topical, and I want to talk about the diarrhea slip inside. We have to talk about it. Did you read? I, I read everything, yeah. So tell me the details, because I only saw what Josh Wolf posted. So I don't think that... <laughs> and then I'll tell you my diarrhea story. <laughs> I think it's 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 funny enough that a TV show, for, like a really stupid reality show, got shut down because of an explosive diarrhea. Was it Wipeout? No, it was literally slip inside the TV show. Is that where we are? Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Is that where we are? Oh, my God. That's not a TV show. It's something you did for six minutes in yeah. the early 90s in your yard. No. And by the way... Now it's deleted for celebrity thumb wrestling. <laughs> I would I would really love to kick your ass in celebrity <laughs> thumb wrestling. Let's be celebrities and then we'll thumb wrestle. But you're a parent. Do you have a slip inside? If I had the space, I would. It's I, as I, long I was... as a yoga mat. It's no. so small. No. It's so. Oh, I don't small. have a patch of grass, so it doesn't matter. I got but, a patch of grass, but that's just. I got it because I got lazy shaving. <laughs> they got uh, <laughs> waxed and waxed. It's time to it's time to get your shit together. You know, ever since you said that, I yeah. had like the total Bader Meinhof thing where I saw it everywhere. Wait, that's not that's not Bader Meinhof. Yes, it is. It's when you something comes to your attention and then you notice it everywhere else. No, Bader Meinhof was. Uh, Stop saying Bader Meinhof. Bader Meinhof. Is it pronounced Bader? Yes. Are you sure? I'm a hundred. It's two A's. Yeah. They what, were, would it be butter? I thought it was botter. Botter. Yeah. Okay, botter. But I'm from upstate, so everything does Banner. There's exactly. There's <laughs> nothing botter about it. <laughs> go Packers. Go Badgers. <laughs> um, botter Meinhof was a German terrorist group. Racist. Excuse me. I'm they were, triggered. They were both German and they were terrorists. But there's a the Bader no, Meinhof. No, not the Berenstein Bear thing. <laughs> Please don't tell me you We're off mixed to a up. Great start. Please don't tell me you mixed up the Berenstein Bears. Don't, put your, socked, don't put your socked feet near my Louis Vuitton purse, please. I'm just kidding. Don't. I wouldn't Wait, recommend Google. putting your Louis Vuitton purse on my floor. I know. I, there's probably like all sorts of toddler oh, down excrement here? down there. No, they've never been down here. This is just old. I mean, this. I think. I think this is this carpet is where bong water once went to die. Well, perfect. Then I'm in the right place. Yeah. So the previous tenants. Google on your phone. Go on your phone. Bader, I know you need to do this. Yeah. Bader Bader. Meinhof theory or Bader Meinhof phenomenon. Just Google that, and okay. maybe. And then, okay, wait. It's Can, a chance I'm you, saying something did, wrong. Did you? There's a really good chance. Did you? Bring but any, if I'm not, any? I'm going to really love this moment. This is kind of what have I want you, the whole you podcast this, to be. Have you said? I think it has been for some time. Is <laughs> okay. Wait, yeah, the Bader Meinhof. A cognitive bias, which is which, after noticing something for the first time, you tend to notice it more often. So I want everybody to take note yeah. that Tully thinks I'm a retard, and half the time I am. And mm-hmm. it, some of you might send letters, but it's a word that I use as a child, so please just calm down. I just got something right. Yeah, you sure did. I got one thing right. The bottom mine. Well, I don't know if it's Bader or Bot. Well, I do know my favorite band had a side project actually called Bader Meinhof about the Bader Meinhof terrorist group. So there's, and they pronounced it Bader Meinhof, but they spell were spell the same, but they were English. Yeah. Because it's about the Bader Meinhof group. Why? What, what did the Bader Meinhof group do? We're learning something. See the two See, of us I listen, together, we educate each other and then we forget. And then we learn the same shit all over <laughs> again the next week. Speak for yourself. The red army faction, a far left militant organization. Motivated by 
leftist political concerns and the perceived failure of their parents' generation to confront Germany's Nazi past. Oh, that they sounds were, light. Yeah, no, no, no. They were. They like, sound like uh, real nice people to have over for like a dinner party. They, they were sound interesting. particularly intense even by German standards. Okay. So they're basically like Antifa. Far left. Oh, okay. Far so, left dickheads. So people who, entitled, Probably. bored, white people. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> right. So the Badr-Meinhof phenomenon. Why did we get on that subject? What were we? What were you seeing? You were seeing everywhere. You were seeing something everywhere. You No, you were. Oh, I was? What was I seeing? Oh. Yeah, a guy named Terry Mullen in 1994 wrote a letter to a newspaper column in which he mentioned that he had first heard of the Badr-Meinhof group and shortly thereafter coincidentally came across the term from a second source. There we when go. you hear something for the first time, all mm-hmm. of a sudden you start hearing it everywhere, mm-hmm. right? Do you remember why you brought that up? I don't. It probably wasn't important, but there was a poop I mean, conversation I wanted to you're have. You're very thirsty. I'm so thirsty. <laughs> Just, I don't know what's going on. I feel like, you know what? How it, many fluid ounces did you bring? You brought 64 fluid ounces with you. Is that enough for a day? Or is it two of these? I don't know Why what the did everybody are? make the water thing so complicated? My wife has, <laughs> upstairs right now, has a, a, a thing that's half the size of that. But it, it has the numbers twice, and it has little, like, motivational, motivational things. She got that like, at Marshall's. Halfway, she got it at Marshall's. Yeah, or Ross. Or Ross Dress They're for the Less. same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, there's so much. Ross. I really want them to sponsor the podcast. Can we get, can we just, be- can we have presenting sponsor, Ross? <laughs> Oh my god! I did, I'll show you my pictures from Ross. I love Ross Dress for Less. No, you I know we, no both, idea. we both do. Wait, no, I took pictures there. I was going to tag you in all of the. Uh, it's the only place you can get pistachios and like Adidas at the same place. Wait, hold and on. And also like one thong. I was thinking of you. I took pictures of and. <laughs> you al- always send photos of your daughter that makes me ovulate, which I is got, just cruel. I got a picture of an albino uh, ladybug. What? Yeah, check it out. No, yeah. on the floor at Ross Dress for Less. No, this was, was it on sale? This was in Ojai. Oh my god! Right, we have to. We'll put this up. You guys Isn't are that looking wild? at it. That's so cool. Did I you got, snort it? Did you mistake it for a little bump of coke and snort it? No, my my daughter was just afraid of it. That's really cool. It looks like it's because they look like strawberries, and the albino ones look like unripe strawberries. So it was an adorable moment. Oh wow! Here's what I found See, at Ross. Being a father is a Mario Lopez slimmer belt. You know, modeled by. Mario himself, <laughs> who looks very, very beat to the, to the meat. His face is definitely beat. That dude does not age. Talk about like being uncomfortable. What does beat aging. to the meat. Mean? Beat to the meat. You got your makeup done. Uh, okay. I probably just made it up, but <laughs> ten inch slimmer belt. It, who's buying this? There's a dick print. I can see a dick print in his sweatpants. That's good marketing right there. We really do need to have a dry erase board so we can make note of all of the topics so that we can double back on at least half of them but yeah my wife probably did at marshall's get the water bottle and I, I, this is from ross of course it is this is from ross dress for less is it really such a challenge to drink 128 ounces of water and would you really need that bottle to remind you of how like wouldn't natural thirst get you to somewhere near the fluid you and know, take your body you needs? say that but for me, because I put this is essence water. There's like mint That's cool. and lemon. You put some cukes in there. Not cukes, but a little sprinkle I mean, cuc- of cuc- microdose. I get you some cukes. Really? I would love some cukes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, a little bit of microdose in there. Cool. Just like a powder of of shrooms, just That's to right. like you know lift the spirits. Truly. Hey, you're not driving. Wait, I have to tell you my poop story. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so we're gonna figure out the Bader Meinhof circle back somehow. I don't know what what I've been seeing multiple times. We'll what? do a year end special where we we'll actually do- wrap up. <laughs> conversations (laughs) we'll have somebody go through and check off all the unfinished started sentences yeah um i so 
I moved into this new place. You yes, saw. I did, yeah. And it's dog friendly. Yes. And the the backs of everyone's house open to a private yard. Yeah. And everyone has dogs. Mm-hmm. And so, so they'll just ship back there. Yeah. Even though it's but to everyone be a private... picks it up. Okay, cool. You know, and it's it, like Do you have neighbors that don't have dogs that still hang out there? Um I th- I honestly think almost every single person except for maybe one or two neighbors has dogs. So yes. Okay. All right, all right. But all right. one or two don't. Good question. Yes. And, you know, I sort of got the vibe that everyone leaves their doors open. The dogs are kind of in and out. You've mentioned this to me. Right. And a couple dogs have come into my place. And I'm like, oh, it's cool. Whatever. It's cute. It's cute. I mean, obviously, I don't want you here all night. But whatever. So, and then, like, I'll just do a sweep and grab whatever poop. I don't care if it's my dogs or somebody else's dogs. I'm I'm not out here, like checking off whose poop is whose you're not the poop police right and how do you even tell like oh this is this is luca's poop and this is carlin's poop what's the difference i think sometimes you can tell but not always. unless it's, if the asshole's smaller you could tell yeah other than that I think there's a rough correlation between the size of the dog and the size of the poop. i'll take that but yeah. two similar sized dogs they're both piles of shit your poop my poop your poop my poop everyone's poop yeah here's my question so in this type of community where it is like a little mini community because of how we live. Wouldn't it be sort of standard just to pick up all the poop you see and like leave it at that? Like instead of us having to like keep our eyes on the dog and checking whose poop is whose. Isn't it strange how bad people are at even good, seemingly good intentioned people are at cooperating with one another? Because we have a thing here where um, there were enough dogs pooping and the owners not cleaning up after them and we just have a tiny little shared walkway out front that i believe i'm not on the facebook so i don't really know the happenings around here but i'm pretty sure they actually like dna swabbed all the dogs around here so that if they kept finding poop they could link it to that's a lot of work i mean that's a lot of work that's more work people are putting in than finding like missing children i wasn't it is true (laughs) i know i know very forensic yeah it's like shit more effort than it's like poop forensics that's a lot (laughs) It's a little insane. Hold on, I should close the door. Oh, there's hi, hi. Oh my goodness. Hi, baby's sleeping. We have to be quiet. Tully's family just came home and everyone's sleeping. We can't wake the babies. I thought they were. I thought they were gone for hours. Oh, that's okay. Um, I knew. Right. So yeah, th- that's more effort than an Amber Alert. Well, the pro- <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. The problem was like we're getting. I'm. We're on this like chain message where everyone's on the text thread, mm-hmm. and so. I'm, there was like someone passive aggressing passive aggressively being like whose poop is out here there's dog poop out here and like everyone's responding oh it's not my dog poop maybe it's my dog poop i don't know and then the next thing is someone's dog is in my house it was it was carlin who had gone in he's been here many times i just got back we've only been home for about four days they're like he's here all the time and i was like hey guys my point is are people bored or just like Am I so laid back and I'm projecting like, why is it? Why is everyone stressing out about poop and dogs? If it's a dog friendly place, stop yeah. busting my balls. Well, because the chain is only as strong as the weakest link. And if someone ni- trying to chop me down, if ninety percent of the people would take the same approach that you would, which honestly, I, I, it makes sense to me. I can't say that that would naturally occur to me. I probably would be more of like a, I'm cleaning up my poop and my poop only kind of person. But what you say it makes sense. And if that was the culture of the place, then I could also get into that. Hey, as long as I'm picking up poop, why not pick up all the poop? Right. That I see. I get it. I get it. I get it, but I don't know that you can make anybody clean up 
other people's poop if they don't want to. I get that. So uh, I'm just wondering if these are people who don't have enough to bitch about. So they're bitching about dog poop and being passive aggressive on a text thread where they really don't want to go into that space with me. They really don't want to know because I'm like the queen of passive aggression. I can really nail it. Right. And see, now I don't want your dog in my house either. Because... <laughs> I'm just some guy who lives four doors away from you, and now you're, you're threatening to go ace on me <laughs> on a text thread. I, but I didn't do that on the text thread. No, I, I know. This is a safe space for me to vent. But you're one step away from... This is my safe space. Right. I brought it here, so I didn't right. put it in the text thread. Look, I just think I, there's so many ways in which I wish we could all just get along, and it seems like it would be easier for everyone to just share common responsibility, but there's so people... So I can't expect people to be sharing a common responsibility. You, in a perfect world, one ought to be able to. You are right, and he is wrong, but we... Ours is not a perfect world. I can't see your face when I drink this. Sorry, you're not missing much. Oh, so I started using products too because... On your face? Yeah. Okay, I noticed a world of a difference. Like before you looked like a river troll. River troll, okay. <laughs> I was just trying to figure out exactly the nature of the insult. I knew that it wasn't good what you were saying. I like under... River troll, I was hearing... Under and overpass. Like reverse... I thought I was some sort of transformer. River troll. A transforming river troll. troll, but no, I'm the... There are quarry trolls. Oh. And there are river trolls. Right. There are, there are a specific type of troll. I'm like, yeah, like a water troll. I a water, it. aquatic troll. Right. Will. Amphibious, maybe. Yes. Possibly. Right. Well, that's it, a different In a troll. pinch could maybe breathe underwater. <laughs> I got you. I got you. So what products have you started to use? Because I feel like you told me last time... Yeah. Your wife introduced you to something. No, 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 no. That's you did not... this on your own accord? I did this because they started sponsoring sponsoring the Jason Ellis Show podcast. So oh. I got the shit. So I got a big credit. So I went through and I was like, well, now that you mentioned it, I guess I will take a facial cleanser and an under eye brightener and a lotion. And uh, I think it's working. I, I noticed it right when I walked in. They're not drinking so much. But I've been doing that since January. Right. Well, the, the effects take a long time. A long time. A long time. Your liver's still like. I know. <gasps> right. Are you not drinking at all? No, I well, I, I I gave myself the weekend of Memorial Day followed by something. I don't remember. Oh, the fourth. No, I don't know. There was like some event. It was my wife's birthday or I don't remember what it was. So you had one so time, one I had, weekend you drank. I had two weekends and then I like maybe had a couple scotches during the week in between the two weekends. That's it? Yeah. That's really impressive. I've also been lightening up on the alcohol it's just it's so it's so depressing that it's so obvious that this is the way that i should be living right now you saw the you saw the traveling horde of people that i'm responsible for and i got obviously other responsibilities in life and it just a couple weekends of having a little bit of fun it took me like two weeks i'm still not back to Ah. back on the i still got a couple pounds on me that i didn't have before that and i'm like this is a pretty hefty price that i'm paying for just being able to start drinking beer i mean they still don't go to bed till like 10 30 at night it's not like i party all weekend but it takes i have like three drinks i don't know what the fuck happens it's just age it's 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 sucks i think my new plan is and i don't know if i can stick with this heroin but i was really well funny you should mention that kind of really wonderful books have been written on it kind of and great music i interviewed the guy who wants all the drugs legalized and he did a bunch of heroin Terrence mckenna no dr carl hart oh yeah 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 right i know who that is right i was actually thinking that it might actually just make the most sense for me to just pop a codone of some sort here and there yes and that's it just a little zanny, a little snort of the zan in the morning. I don't see myself Old doing it zan. in the morning. I don't see these things blending very well with parenting. But just well, heroin's I, the only I thing. I beg to differ. Heroin's the only thing that you can get in and get out. 
you can just say like i can't you do heroin like lightly and i'm not even joking like isn't there like a light way to do yeah heroin yeah, just be addicted to pain <laughs> painkillers just oh that's right just go to the doctor and get prescribed i got shit i mean it's not that oh it. god I, mean, I just i was having this that? conversation like how much how much drugs have influenced art and yeah right music specifically sure yeah we wouldn't have half of the amazing music that we have, the catalog of music, were it not for heroin alone. Heroin's the big one. Heroin, Heroin's cocaine. Prob- yeah, I think heroin made the greatest contribution to music. <laughs> like, let's go you need to it. talk about this on your on the podcast with Mark. Yeah, yes, we could. Has he ever done drugs? Mm. He's got the face of a guy who came around really nice from like a, a couple like decade long bender. I don't think Mark McGrath has ever done cocaine is he a straight edge i don't i don't think he's i don't think he did i don't think he ever did a whole bunch of it in the 1990s oh that's all you're being i see this little reverse i don't know to, to be to be honest with you I he he and i have not had a i can honestly tell you he and i have not had a conversation about that i suspect he did a little bit of blow oh you gotta go deep man you gotta go deep with mcgrath yeah you should ask him you ask him right out and go yo have you done heroin what or you no, know, i did a little i mean i with mark mcgrath not with him oh. years before i met him you've done heroin done a little bit yeah why do you why do you slowly let the truth out i'm i'm an open book you rock so hard <laughs> you, you you know i'm that guy what right there right about you i used to i used to rock <laughs> i rocked a bit it's me right, this is when i was in a rock and roll band okay that looks like the purge yeah, that was our rock and roll your, band. Your your cover behind you, literally, you guys look like the Purge. You guys look like the group that comes out the day after the Purge, like assholes, which is a new movie coming out. You're <laughs> Have welcome. all the really tough people taking care of each other. Yeah, that's yeah. what that's exactly what it looks We're like. Like the Purge trolls, <laughs> the river trolls. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly. So what was it that your like. diarrhea thing? Was it about the dogs pooping? Yeah, it was just me trying to get a little bit of perspective because I wanted to unleash the beast. It's also really close to that time of the month where I'm like emotional and don't have the greatest. Still, you don't ever get a handle on that. I'm just asking. <laughs> I- I'm going to guess you never asked your wife that. And please don't because she probably would stab you. Not- you don't ever get a handle on... I would love nothing more <laughs> than to get a handle on that. Yeah. I'm not It's pure fury. The same way guys mm-hmm. have this like insatiable hunger, not maybe not all men. I'm not grouping you all into one thing, but just to draw an equation. The same way guys have like an insatiable hunger for you know, multiple partners or women or whatever it is. Yeah. Women have an insatiable like like it, it, it almost like a inconsolable fury within us yeah once a month yeah okay. for a couple of days you just got to stay the fuck out of our I way i feel like i've touched a nerve well it's I feel just like, i feel like you're papering it over with humor but i actually <laughs> no 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 you haven't touched a nerve my neighbors have and yeah. the nerve is premenstruation and they've got me in the two days where they shouldn't have okay and so that's why i unleashed it here so that i let some of the steam this off. is a this is a safe space i <laughs> And I don't know. I didn't mean like haven't hey you JMP haven't you gotten a uh, handle on this? I guess what I'm saying is, do women not like? I feel like in other ways, I used to my emotions used to run my life, and it's uh, to a certain extent they've dulled, you know, w- with time. But also, I think I've gotten better at 
managing them and seeing what my triggers are and, yeah. and working within within I, I i'm stuck with who i am but i work with, within with my flaws better than i used to it's just the experience the benefit the, the wisdom of age is that not part of the experience of menstruation that you just that women not you women learn how to manage it a little bit better I or think is it so. still like a sucker punch month after month after month it's it, it's it feels like it goes back and forth yeah like sometimes it feels like oh i've got a, i've got a con i've got control over this but then like when you're going through stuff like emotional shit like uh, you know i lost my mom yeah. and then my, my period would happen i was like a, a werewolf yeah i get that. I, I was like a, a totally different person you know but y there are things that can help but mainly it's like stuffing your face and crying mm -hmm. like eating a lot and just crying do you really like like is that it? oh there's every woman any woman listening to this there's like a day out of their month where all they just cry all day long they just cry all day long anything makes them cry stupid movie a song something somebody says the way you look in the mirror the way you, you don't mm -hmm. look in the mirror so you're saying i should be aware of my wife's menstrual cycle and be somewhat sensitive to you it. you should have it in your phone oh you should have it in your phone and then also you knowing like when as when a woman's ovulating i mean we are it's almost mathematical uh -huh. how we are during the month. Huh. Not every woman's created equal, obviously. Yeah. All men are, but not women. Right. We know that. Every woman is a unique, delicate we flower. Are... Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm thinking that. We are a delicate flower, yeah. for sure. But um, no, it just, my neighbors almost got it. They almost got it. Yeah. They almost got, and then, and I had to remind myself, oh, I have to see these people every day. It's so hard, you know, like I have some neighbors that I really, I'm starting to realize I really like my neighbors, but I don't want to, I don't want to get too close too fast. Well, cause I could get creepy and weird. I, I almost bought them, a, I almost bought them a garden hose, but I, I realized I was way too forward. That's weird. I thought that today for my neighbor. That's really strange. You just said that. Yeah. My neighbor went to go walk out and uh -huh. use the communal <laughs> hose and I bought this really dope one that syncs up. It's like small when it's, it's a, not sounds like a sick hose yeah it's a sick hose. <laughs> God. I have a sweet yeah cool <laughs> you don't want to keep that to yourself <laughs> I just... my hose is so cool <laughs> yeah i'm getting that are you serious Next time I come by, you gotta show me that hose. I swear it's really cool. Right. You're gonna want it when you see it. You remember this conversation because you're. I've already forgotten. Are you kidding me? But wait, I seriously thought to myself, I'm gonna buy my neighbor a hose. Yeah. But you just said you don't think that's strange. That is pretty how odd. Is that, how really is that? That's really odd because my neighbor they they have a little girl and my daughter started playing with her they've been eyeballing each other from across the way for a while but they're little it just takes them a while to figure out that you know how to actually bridge that gap and actually play with one another and um something that somebody warned me about before i had kids is this it's very very hard to find the combination of your kid wants to play with the kid and you like the parents oh yeah i can understand that sometimes being... you love the parents and you wish the kids would get along and they don't right. and the little girl she's lovely and she's well raised and i'm just i'm starting to realize that the parents are really really cool and but but if i say hey why don't you guys come over for dinner and then Oh, something I go, oh, no, they actually kind of fucking suck. Well, I can't. Oh, they, they do No, suck? no, no, no. Oh. If, 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 if. 
You it's, just play music and get them drunk. It's really hard to walk that back. I, I need to really, really know. It's the same thing to me as an office friend. I got to really, really be sure that I'm going to like you a year from now before I make you my office friend because it's very difficult to un-office friend. I see somebody. what you're saying, yeah, because you essentially have to ghost your neighbors. They're still going to be our neighbors, yeah. Right, you can't. And we, we're, our front doors face awkward. each other. What's more awkward, exactly. like having a bad one-night stand or inviting your neighbors over and it doesn't work out that's got to be more awkward i've had a ton of bad one night stands and they're just they're they're over yeah they're done you just forget it ever happened what if what every if, now and again you think of it and you go oh. yeah does but, everybody get that feeling i think it's yeah. it's, it's ringing out a, a diss rag oh god i'm just like it's really oh. visceral yeah it, it is visceral that's exactly it is, what it it is like. your viscera just <laughs> just corkscrewing on itself like a fusilli pasta just, <laughs> a lot of descriptions going thank on. you so their hose <laughs> He's a gardener and he was spraying water on his hose and he's like, honey, can you hold the hose? And and she went over and held up the one part of it where there's a hole in their hose because otherwise if it's not the high part, if it's not above like is the rest of it. Is this outside or in their bedroom? This is this is right in front of their house. Okay. Then then the, the water leaks out of the hose. So it's a two-man operation for them to use their hose. And I replaced mine recently and I know they cost like $10. I don't have a sick hose. I, my hose probably looks my like your neighbor's. is so sick. <laughs> You're going to have to send me a link. <laughs> we'll post that with the episode as well. We will. And, and watch. Was, you, just, you watch. And my that was my initial thought was I should just run inside and go on Prime and just get them a hose that doesn't have a hole in it because it's ridiculous that this guy's out there all the time and his wife has to co-hose with him. You can't have them over for dinner. But I can't people. buy them a hose because it's weird if I go, hey, I heard you guys are having a problem with the hose, so here's this hose. And they're like, whoa. That's really weird too. Our kids are just friends. You got to fucking calm down, psycho. <laughs> yeah, you're going to look like the asshole trying yeah. to be... See, isn't that the problem? Now when people want to be nice, they just look like a weird asshole. Yeah. But you can't have them over for dinner because if they can't figure out their hose, they're yeah. a fucking mess. No, 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 no. They're not welcome here. Between... <laughs> <laughs> Don't you worry. They're not welcome here. Isn't that always like... <laughs> it's such a good point though. You've really got to like someone and maybe this is just you and i and the rest of the world thinks we're assholes but to spend time with someone in your personal space in my in my home is the big one is the really big one because like when i was a kid my i never had the fun house so i always went to other people's houses and so my house was always i think my mom wouldn't look the other way as as much plus i didn't have a very big backyard so we couldn't get away with shit and there wasn't as much fun space to play in. Right. So it wasn't that I, it just naturally happened. I didn't realize it was happening until years later, but I kind of got used to that, that Going I, to I go to people's house. houses, they don't come to mine. Well, that's probably so good because you know how to sort of act in Hopefully. other people's houses. Hopefully. Yeah, no, I was pretty well raised in, in that regard, but I'm still at that point where it's, it is, yeah, like I got to really like you to want you in my house. Yeah. Otherwise you got to fuck, got to fuck off. People... <laughs> Well, you got to realize that, though. If you're at somebody's house, especially now after quarantine, yeah. did you get rid of any people in your life? Like, not murder them, which I'm sure you did, but... Are there any people who aren't... The kids cleared out most of the undesirables. Kids will do that. Wow. And your friends will surprise you. You'll never know. Like, there's one guy who's just, like, the kind of floating through, you know, doing his thing, single guy, surfs twice a day, works in a casino, and it turns out that he's like the guy who wants to bro down with your kid for an hour and a half, and you're like, oh, Dave, didn't see that in you. <laughs> and then there's other ones where it's like they come by and they're hungover and they're pieces of shit, and it's like, oh, I'm not saying you can never do that, but like, you know, that's not really how you're supposed to be around kids, right? And you just, you don't, it's this great winnowing of your friends. Some, in some ways, it's good. There's people that, it just shows you that your relationship was based in the past anyway. 
Right. And you probably already should have drifted apart from them. And it happens very, very naturally because you don't want them around your kids and they don't want to be around your kids. Oh, I so love they getting just, a reason to get rid of people. It's I, the greatest thing dude, in the world. We, we had a conversation the other night. Like, I think we have like, th- my wife and I have like three friends between the two of us. That's perfect. That's all you need. Like, yeah. Any more than that can bring COVID into and, the And I only need to see them like <laughs> once a year. Yeah. You don't really need to. Well, you know, it's different, I think, for you because you've got your tribe here. Yeah. Yeah, two things you're responsible for. Too many people in the house. They're kids. I called them things, but they're kids. They're things. They're things. Right. Up until a certain age, they're things. As long as I can write you off on my taxes, you are a thing. I see. Now with the whole being able to get out of events and being able to write them off and lose people, I might need to have children. It's got its upsides. A lot of negatives. What's What's the worst part? I just tell everybody that it's it's not hard. It's relentless. That's this what you weekend, said before. You said this it's weekend, relentless. This weekend was fucking relentless. My daughter's going through a thing where, you know, can she's I? She's an I, angel. Don't you dare talk. Can I have ten jelly beans? Um, do you know what? You can have a hundred jelly beans later. But right now, here's why I need you to just have nine instead of ten, and she'll just drop everything in her hands and then just fall to her knees and then just fall forward face down and scream and then get up and just like charlie brown walk upstairs and then slam the door and then start screaming i do the same thing if i don't get my snacks like nothing comes easy (laughs) we're in like like she cannot take any even the mildest form of no or not now is is a whole thing so that's just something everyone goes through it's just a phase it's it's all phases it's all phases and some of them are and some of them are cool and some of them are you're pretty much out of the woods by four-ish if you're lucky it's a long i mean then you got long, the teens that are gonna come long around fucking four years yeah that's right and and she's gonna be three so we're getting there we're getting there but ch- early childhood is something to be endured that's just all there is to it isn't it crazy that there really isn't a mandatory program or something for parents to take like yeah. expecting parents there should be there yeah. should be something. If there's a program to teach you how to make McDonald's fries, mm-hmm. there should be a program to teach you how to like handle ages one through four. Yeah, right. Right. But you can lead a, a horse to water. You can't make it drink. There's no shortage of books and websites and blogs and Instagrams and TikToks mean, like, and whatever. And nobody's going to fucking do it anyway. I guess it's true about most things, but I still think that it, it's not something that's a standard yeah you know what i mean like it, it i feel like it should be more of a standard i'm more in the camp of if you need a to get a license to drive a car you should need a license to have children yes because you realize and I, now I understand how your driving license yeah. really and my plates um, oh shit hit the fan i say shit happens i allegedly if, if nobody pull me over if you really were to think about now i'm not like i don't think i'm really suggesting that we have parent licenses and that people be spayed and neutered until we grant them the ability i am that that, that childbearing become a privilege and not a right because the government as we know fucks up fucks (laughs) up hands made tail we're basically pitching the hands made tail yeah right but but (laughs) if you really actually think about the percentage of ills in our world that can be traced directly to individuals being neglected yes it's everything goes back to neglect i think everything mm-hmm. strippers and comedians alike like just murderers pick, strippers and comedians i'm a big i'm a big advocate for states rights states rights like oregon you're not sure oh but but if we legalize crack then everybody's gonna murder everybody well then let oregon do it 
You know, Oregon has a law that you can't, it's illegal to leave your kid on, in the car seat on top of the car. Who does that? Enough people that they had to make a law. Wait, like strapped to the top? I don't know. They didn't really specify. What, like you, you can't take, place it on top of the car. Who puts the kid in the car seat before they put the car seat? That's impossible. I think somebody That's, must have. Did you also get this from Josh Wolf's Instagram? Maybe. Because he posts bullshit news. Those, he posts real news. But some he also posts That's fake we, news. That we have to get back to the shardy slip and slide. Yeah, right. So I don't think anybody got explosive diarrhea from the slip and slide. I think that it was a coincidence that on a show where a bunch of people were slipping and sliding, a lot of people in the crew got explosive diarrhea. So it sounds to me like it was probably more of a craft services thing than dodgy water in the slip and slide. It's provocative to intertwine the two. It's tempting, but I think the reality is probably insane enough where the guy would be like, you know, holding the clapper and saying action and then in the middle of a scene would just have to run off somewhere and then be unable to get into the porta potty because eight other people were having the same problem at the same time, thereby or thereby defecating on the slip slip and slide. I think it was pretty wild. Somebody was, was shitting on the slip and slide. Or that's, that's my mind. Too. What yeah. I have wanted to happen. Yeah, I don't know that I ever slipped and slid, and I wanted to so badly when I was a kid. I don't think I ever crocodile mild. Crocodile we Mile fancy. is a rite of passage. We weren't fancy folk where I came from, unlike you, you unlike you uppity upstate people. We made we made a slip and slide out of a shower curtain and olive oil. Yeah. <laughs> like literally, because yeah. we were like the slip and slide's so small, we want to make a big one. So we got like a long it wasn't even a shower curtain, it was like a plastic roll from from Home Depot. Yeah. Like something you'd use to wrap a house. <laughs> right. Like construction. Oh, you just got like uh, the, the big roll of uh, of the bubble packing stuff. That would be fun. Wouldn't that work? That and would you, be cushioned. And then you use dish soap with water, right? Oh, yeah. That's a good... And then you just shoot right down. Right. I think that sounds like a great idea. But I, I, I still I don't have a yard and yours is covered in everybody else's dog shit. Oh, God. We... It's just a passive aggressiveness, but I also... I, I don't know if you do this. I've caught myself and I've... I have to like check myself when you read emails you ever read it in an emotion like you read it and you're like what do they mean by that I've had to stop doing that oh dude I had a yeah I had a a breakup that pretty much could be traced back to obviously the relationship wasn't on strong ground but to somebody misunderstanding tone in a text message I was gonna say I thought you got broken up via email uh no she didn't break up with me via email she kind of stood me up at like a group setting and that's how that's how the breakup began i was pretty bad you got stood up what's i mean that's happens to the best of us really i was my first time you got stood up yeah should we call her i think she's in ireland now doing what being married to a woman Wow. I think I've recently powerful. I think I've recently learned that one of my exes is married to a woman and I suspect that one of my I don't know what the line is between somebody who used to hook up with an ex. I wouldn't quite call ex, but somebody from my past is now a man. I think. I think I'm seeing a pattern of you changing people. Yeah. So you're changing the very fabric of the people you've penetrated. I don't don't know that I want to like give myself that much credit. I just think that having wanted to date me at a certain point in people's life and in my life was a sign that you were confused. I'm serious. And also a catalyst to change. Yeah, I guess you're 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 the catalyst. Sure. I don't think it's a bad thing. 
you're you're kicking our our oh shit, camera yeah. stand. Sorry, I forgot. That's totally, the this is a professional stand. setup. I, holy shit! What is the it's worst thing you've done to someone you've have been poured into this facility? Hundreds of dollars. What's the worst way? Worst thing you've ever done to somebody you dated? The first like kind of real girlfriend that I ever had, I broke up with her on the phone and recorded it so I could play it for my friend. That is fucking genius. Do you yeah. have it? <laughs> Probably somewhere. Do you have anything that can play a micro cassette? We've got to get that. We have to That's get so that funny. transferred. You can, still, you can still surprise me because everybody I've ever said that to, the guys pretend that that's the most awful thing they've ever heard of, that they never would have participated in that, and the women are all universally appalled. And it was a terrible thing to do. Oh, but I'm I not did. appalled. Yeah, and I played it for my friend, and we laughed I'm at her. I'm not appalled at all. We at her crying. We were, she's like, we we're like 14. Yeah, I mean, everyone does. Anyone who's appalled did worse shit than that. If they're like, oh my god, I'll give you there's a there's shit. a there's a butter mine off thing I've been hearing <gasps> like two or three times recently. I've I've heard the sentiment repeated that you need to like absolve yourself of responsibility for things that you did in your teen years. Hell yeah, because I definitely there's like yeah, a million things I could think of from when I was a teenager that are I can't I still like I I get the fusilli viscera dishrag oh, again, thing of, the, it, a twisty thing in your it, in your it, like it happened yesterday as deference like it happened yesterday you know and I'm, I'm trying That's just to anxiety really, which I'm starting to understand I'm a more of a sufferer of than I was aware of you seem calmer to me than before though oh yeah you seem a little bit more settled now it comes and goes I think yeah I guess it is definitely an evolving process but I think it's just on a day-to-day basis too like yeah, if, it's like, what, how are you feeling from day-to-day changes? Well, and if you caught me where I was like running from one thing and then I'm running the other thing after that, like I'm not going to be fully present in the moment because I'm still stuck between the thing I just did and the thing I n- know that I need to do 10 seconds from now. Well, I pulled up and you're in your socks and your evil dad shirt holding a cup of coffee. I'm pretty casual. And it, But that was on purpose. I actually had <laughs> for once in my life like five minutes of peace and quiet and was for once in my life five minutes, like ready five minutes earlier than I needed to be for something. And I was like, use this because I've been going yes. to yoga. I've been going to yoga and I was actually like. Tully, are you yeah. reformed? I'm trying to be my best self. Oh, if not, if I'm God, not, God, you're sober and doing yoga. If I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm into I'm enjoying the fuck out of average yoga. guy out I'm, here in I'm LA. Enjoying the fuck out of yoga. If I'm not going <laughs> to be yoga. my best self now, when am I going to be? You know what I mean? Is that I something think that very, came in an affirmation on your app this morning? I don't. I've got. I haven't gotten to the app stage yet. <laughs> but I think it's very much. A, I agree. A coronavirus thing. Of yes. we, we talked about this before. That was halftime. That was the unplanned, unanticipated halftime of your life where you go okay well now everything that you used to take for granted has been taken away many things that you took for granted have been taken away from you when you get them back are you going to take them for granted yeah or are you going to is are you fine i was just gonna show the fuck up i was just reading a thing about how the average person the average life expectancy used to be 35 i'd be dead and it was making me think about how i'm already in like the bonus like when they play European soccer there's always some penalty time but nobody knows how much there is and I'm sorry if I'm wrong I don't fuck about soccer but I think this is true nobody knows how much penalty time the referees have been assessing so they know when say the official time is like 60 minutes they know when it's up but they don't know do they have another minute or do they have another three minutes or do they have another six minutes so they gotta kind of go like hell because it could be over in a minute right and I feel like all of us virtually everyone who's listening to this is in the penalty time of their life for the entire expanse of human history until like 200 years ago we should all be dead by now yeah we should be and we i should feel, totally be dead by now and and i and in many ways i feel like i'm still just getting started 
and it's great that you feel that way, but it's not the fucking truth. Well, so it, if not now, then when? But I agree with that. But then again, if we want to have this conversation, maybe we're eternal. Maybe this is just one of your lifetimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I want to nail this one because you know what? I think that where I was born is the fucking most amazing place. I'm I'm a total point one percenter in terms where of where were you born? Well, I mean, I was born in Claremont Hospital in Hackensack, New Jersey. Could be better, could be worse. Yikes. But come on, no, that's, like, that's I don't want to. I don't want to play the whole you know white privilege. Like I was born a straight white male in the late seventies in America five miles outside of New York City with a loving, supportive family and some natural talents in some things. Like, I'm I'm living the fucking dream. And it's... You didn't so- have any struggle? No, no, no. I didn't no say... No trauma? Oh. Uh, that doesn't sound so privileged to me. What's so unprivileged about it? I mean, I, I like... Well, I just know that... I, I, I Again, I don't really want to... I'm not happy. Not in a bad way. I'm just saying, I'm, like, I'm, you I'm struggled. Happy. Sure, of course. Of course. But not, you, things weren't just handed to you because you were white? It's really easy. No, no, no. They weren't. I could point to specific ways in which I benefit from... Real specific ways in which I benefit from white privilege. Being pulled over by cops. Yeah. Uh, more, but also, like, my, 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 dad, my dad enjoyed a secure career that because he got a job in a factory working for a phone company and was able to just like keep his nose clean and progress and get um uh promotions and shit like that that dad worked in a phone factory yeah and they were my dad worked for at&t i just pictured like a rotary phone they were of course they were in those days (laughs) well okay i don't know i don't know what he actually did in the factory i should ask him but i'm like picturing like women plugging things into walls right like lily tomlin (laughs) yeah Yeah, i don't think he was i I literally pictured nine to five yeah it was it was a long long time ago but like look they weren't handing out promotions just for showing up and keeping your nose clean to a bunch of black dudes yeah in that company so I'm, i'm just saying like i it's really, really easy to look at people who are born above us, who are with you know crazy wealth, and say, well, that person was born on third base; they have every advantage in the world. And of course, there are people who are born with a lot more opportunity and advantage than I enjoy or will ever enjoy. But in terms of the global population of planet Earth, particularly if you include past and present, I always think about how I am descended from, and this is a fact, eel fishermen in Ireland. And I just have a lot more opportunity in my life than 10,000 Tully great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfathers had. Well, the irony is like an eel fisherman in Ireland sounds like a great career. Does it? It sounds like I didn't even know the Irish ate eel. I didn't either, but now that I do, I might have to Does go. Does it really and just... sound that great? I've told you about this. I right? mean, it's I like had the obituary of where thing. a guy, one of like a great grandfather, got like crushed to death in, ma- in a machine shop. In the in the eel factory, I guess he wasn't doing the eel thing. I mean, the, definitely. Like, my grandfather was an indentured servant. Like it was tough times. Indentures, dude. In, indentured, where they, um, the, you are a slave for a certain amount of years. At someone's house, or like, yeah, I guess so. He probably worked in their field or something. See, that doesn't sound too entitled. And supposedly the family. Was your grandfather? Yes, and supposedly the his family, my great grandparents, were happy that he was an indentured servant because they had trouble keeping enough food on the table for all their kids, and they knew as an indentured servant that he would get fed. Damn. Yeah, and then no wonder you were yellow for so long. And then he came to America, and there were opportunities for 
the Irish immigrants that made it to America that weren't available to the Irish who stayed behind. And there were opportunities available to white straight males in America that weren't available to other ethnic groups that either here or would have liked to have been part of the melting pot of America. Are you 100% Irish? How do I not like, know these like, things about like you? Like 75. What's the other 25? My grandma was a Mennonite. So she's... Tully. Dutch? Or something like that? Frace? It could be Dutch, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They a were in Mennonite? America, they were in America for a long time, yeah. But grandma Can was not... Can you bake bread? She made the best... I love lim- that Mennonite she made bread. The, she made the best lemon meringue pie ever. But grandma, like, grandma liked to drink, and grandma liked bars, and grandma... Oh, I'm sure. Grandma liked to go to Atlantic City. Hello, like, the she left, Amish mafia, they get down. She left the farm. Like, she she married this Irish guy. Oh, she's a little rebel. She's yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Jebediah, I'm going down to the street, and I'm going <laughs> to get think she was, out into the she, I think neighborhood she, and throw the kitty cat around the bars. She did not talk a bit like that. She sounded just like that. She really... I know for a fact... Oh, Ichabod, I'm going down to the streets and I'm going to hang out with all the men. And Grandma, is that you? <laughs> Edith Kowalski got down. She buried like three or four dudes. Her name was Edith Kowalski? Well, that she, sounds like a famous author. Her name was Edith Kowalski by the time I came, I came along because she was, obviously at some point she was Edith Tully because she was my paternal grandmother and she was on her third husband i mean did they die yeah, they must they have died because yeah, life died. expectancy was so yeah did one of them get like pulled behind an axe with a horse and it got caught up in like no they F, um she married Mafia, uh, no, this, is, this is all in like Newark, did one get New smushed Jersey. by a train like a it's, raising of a barn Newark. they didn't raise it well and Maybe the barn fell on them by a street car did one of them get had an, s- a heart attack from sink, eating too much kielbasa sink from one of those little what do you call that farmer thing a pitchfork? Yeah. Did one of them get synced by a pitchfork? No. None of my grand... <laughs> Thank goodness they were not synced by a pitchfork. <laughs> spared that. What's the other thing? Spared that all too common fate in Newark, New Jersey. <laughs> What's that other... Sickle. Oh, uh, yeah. Sickle. sickle Some, yeah. Did she... I bet you there's a decapitation. Got, one of them was Probably in her, in her past. She doesn't... She was long gone from the farm by the time she met my grandfather. I mean, I don't know. I like. I feel like everybody's grandparents had a rough go. Yeah. For the, I mean, not everybody. We can, mm-hmm. Obviously, there's some really well-off people yeah it's a class situation yeah i don't want to split hairs about it i just like i was born in a really really great situation i don't have crazy mental issues that i have to deal with at least at least as far compared to you know what some people some people just can't or people uh, cannot help but engage in the most self-defeating behavior ever you know and i don't i don't i can't say that i have that problem you don't have that problem at all i mean I'm You're, just saying I've got I've got it I've got everything is set up for me to uh, I, to be the master totally of my own. there are plenty okay I put it this way there are people who want things that they probably maybe have possessed the natural ability to do but the circumstances of their life would never allow them to do that you could be born like the most talented person living in some village in the countryside of India and you're just not going to leave your little Indian but then village. there are people who live in the most disparaging situations and have the worst story and they become something like Oprah yeah. right well the odds are against you the odds are not against me that's all that's all I'm trying to say I get that I'm, yeah. I think that's a fair statement right can we talk about uh kindergarten cop what yeah have you've seen kindergarten cop it's a great movie and it makes me want to watch it what I, happened I with... just watched it for the first time do we do we close up do we uh button our chart 
Slip and slide. I think so. I think that's the whole story. It's a bunch of crap, ser- crap services had some crap services. Crap hey, services. Oh, there it is. Some, there you go. There's the button. What happened with kindergarten cop with Arnold Schwarzenegger, who is such a he's an anomaly. I saw him in person once, and he's got an aura about him. Yeah. Yeah. He's a big dude. Yeah. He he's... has a backyard pony too. Yeah. He. Well, I don't even. I think the pony made it in the house. I think he's got like llamas in. He's got a lot. He's he's. Li- Arnold Schwarzenegger now is literally living my dream. He's got Shetland ponies and llamas. Yeah, and he alpacas. rides around his, in alpacas and he rides around on his bicycle in the backyard with them. Mm-hmm. That's like a perfect day. The the chapters of that guy's life are if if you wrote that story, nobody would believe it. No, they wouldn't. He's from he's this bumpkin from Australia, and I think that even Austria. Thank you, thank you. That's You're right, welcome. Austria, and only recently became became public about like the sort of abuse that he and his neighbors endured with like what kind of abuse he said that and i hope i'm not putting words in his mouth in the waning days of the the trump term he talked about how he saw what it was like when a country goes down the wrong path and that he was born too late to live in the nazi era but he saw all of the the dads growing up had been soldiers and had been sympathetic to the Nazi cause. And then as time went by and they realized that the horrible things that they had done and the horrible ideals that they'd committed themselves to, it turned them into these really bitter, abusive alcoholics. Oh, I'm sure. And he was saying That's it was a like... cross to bear. Yeah, that his his dad was abusive with him and his mom and that it wasn't... wasn't He wasn't the, the poor, unfortunate kid in his neighborhood. That was every kid down the street. That was the natural... This is what the Badr-Meinhof people were, were doing, whatever the hell they burning down airports over so and then you always see airports burning down once you see one it's so (laughs) insane and then they're everywhere yeah and then right so i i I don't think that he had the easiest path to even becoming perfect example at 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 bodybuilding and then he became so governor too so extraordinary at that and again i think he it was against some odds that he became mr olympia or whatever he was mr universe mr universe seven times pumping iron you've seen it right what pumping iron is it his documentary yeah okay well i need to watch it it's he's so also, rad it's so rad you love he's it vegetarian yeah recently so but yeah. he's a vegetarian now if if mr universe is a vegetarian there must be something to it yeah for sure for sure and then when he did that it was this amazing achievement but then for him to say now i want to go be this big hollywood actor that's laughable you can't speak english but that worked. It ended but, up but working for him. But he did it against all odds. And I love this little fact, supposedly, when they released Terminator and Terminator 2 in Germany and Austria, they had to dub his voice because he has this, like, hey, Vern, like, get her done kind of accent oh, the for them. And so they're like, the, the, this, like, <laughs> you know, perfect killing machine from the future can't have this hick accent. Right, because if you learn English in the middle of the of America, Midwest or whatever, or the South, you're going to have... No, but his Austrian accent is their, is their version of a hick accent. No, I understand that, but yeah. I'm saying like the effect that it has will sound yeah. ridiculous. Right, right. And then having done that to say, I want to be the governor of California. Well, that was a ridiculous thing to say when you were known as kindergarten cop. Yes. And you did that. And he would have been president what, were it not for the fact that you need to be born here. 
I think so too. Yeah. I mean, well, now who knows? And now he's got I mean, this. Why cool... is that gonna be a rule? If I think if Trump was allowed to be president, we should we should like lax on some of the rules here. I think we should tighten up some of the rules. I think. <laughs> well, okay, lax yeah. in some areas and tighten up in others. Yeah. And now he's living this totally great like fourth act as this just goodwill hippie <laughs> peace ambassador to the world with llamas and smoking I weed and riding bicycles. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Wait, what's the kindergarten cop fact? I had never. No, it's no fact. I had never seen it. I watched it this weekend. Oh, it's great. It's odd. It is odd. It's a little creepy. It is creepy. It's creepy. It's really... Okay, so Kindergarten Cop is this. Somebody sitting down and saying, wouldn't it be funny if Arnold Schwarzenegger was a kindergarten teacher? And then they go, okay, well, get a screenwriter. Why would he ever have to be a kindergarten uh, teacher? And I said, well, because he's an undercover cop. Okay, cool. And what's the point of this? So that he can go, it's not a Tuma. Like, that's the whole point. That's the whole point of the movie. Right. So why is there multiple subplots of children being abused by parents there's like there's it's like at least six there's like a red herring this kid's getting beaten up by his dad he must be the family he's looking for no it's the other kid also getting beaten up by why are there i mean why are because this was a family movie this was something that it was understood it was dark kids was, were going to see yes there's lots of profanity in it and in fairness it's pg-13 why did we need to see dead junky bodies in this movie and why above all else spoiler alert if you haven't seen kindergarten cop yet <laughs> When the kid, I don't want to bore anybody with the plot, the guy, the dad is coming to abduct the kid that Arnold is there to protect. Yes. He rolls dad. with his mom, who's like a psycho. The Goonies of. lady. Isn't no, the it's, lady it's, Goonies? I can see how you would remember uh, it that way. She's not, no, what, okay. Owen, Owen, you clumsy poop? Yeah. Anne Ramsey? Is that, was that That's a name? good memory if it is. I think that's her, but it's not her. That he's basically saying that she like Munchausen'd him when he was a kid. When they're going to abduct the kid, she stops at a pharmacy and buys like children's ibuprofen and children's this and children's that. And he's like, mom, you did it to me and I didn't need it. And she's like, you didn't need it because I gave you all these things. And they show that she's purchased a rectal thermometer. So there's this weird hint of- How have I missed Why do this? things need to be going into this kid's butt? We, we already knew that she's insane because she's in cahoots with her murderous drug dealing son. And they're I here don't to, remember. In, I don't remember kindergarten to, cop this way. Why? Why is she bringing a rectal? It's bad enough they're going to abduct the kid, except his <laughs> grandmother, who you think is the mom from Goonies, and I don't blame you because she's creepy on that same level. Is also just bringing a completely unnecessary rectal thermometer. This needs to be a new segment. All of this totally ruins a movie. All of this just so we can have a preview of him going. It's not a tuma. Who is your daddy, and what does he do? Like it just. They didn't, started with that. It, they built around. It's not a tumor. Yeah, so why they did they totally build? Built, so why they did panicked. they build two? It, it just could have just been so much easier they and less panicked. creepy. Yeah. But also, the worst part is like that shit really goes on, you know. It, it, but I honestly, it's so crazy. Like what you remember because I don't remember all that darkness. But now that you say it, yeah, because I saw it as a kid, right? But even it's so crazy how how you're the like that just everything changes like the styles and the tones because that was acceptable then it sounds it was. like a terrible movie plot that was an incredibly mainstream movie. it was a huge movie yeah i mean it was like a, it was a blockbuster yeah no this wasn't like a difficult little art movie that succeeded <laughs> no. against the odds this was intended to like make child abuse. lots of it and now i have to watch it again because I really just don't specifically remember. But you go back to those movies. Yeah. Any of those movies, there's just a little bit, because of how we've evolved as yeah. people, 
it you just get gross every movie in the past is kind of creepy right molly ringwald has talked about that how she had to have a bunch of nuanced and difficult conversations with her daughter about the john hughes movies because on one hand she's proud to be in john hughes movies and thinks that they're cool and thinks that they're fun and is proud that people remember them and wants to show them to her daughter but on the other hand there's uh what is this stuff from pretty and pink they're like stealing her underwear and they're just yeah, like they're, what they're if, if you're kind of abusive if, they're like if you don't put out then we're gonna tell everybody you did yeah or, it's like, like it's 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 um it's like toxic masculinity there's to a the lot team. of slut shaming yeah and, and and yeah just stuff that wouldn't fly nowadays it's really strange to see the evolution of that, but thanks for ruining Kindergarten Cop for me. I, I watched it with the family. Jesus. Were you like <laughs> plugging everybody's ears? No. I'm trying to figure out. I don't know if my kid's just good at kind of keeping a poker face, but because, right, you saw that when you were a kid and it went right over your head, right? Well, you pay attention to what you pay attention to. Here's the thing about a kid I have a specific memory about going to see a live show and i was with my aunt betsy and, and my uncle dick at the time and they always went to go see this particular group live that was like a comedy group and their bit they would do whenever they saw my aunt dick and my, my uh, uncle dick who might have been my aunt dick my uncle dick and my aunt betsy whenever they'd see them they go look it's dick and betsy and they'd go no she's dick and betsy and they go no he's dick and betsy and I would laugh, but I didn't know what it meant. Yeah. Well, that's like a play on words. I can see how you would. But it's still like, there's no, it went over my head because there's no connotation. It's the same thing as kids. Like if they don't. Right. They don't really have, and this is just my speculation from being the drunk aunt that I am. They don't have the ability to draw the conclusion because they don't have the context. We can do that because we have experience and we've grown up. Yeah. They have nothing to compare it to. So it just goes through. And that's why I think like a lot of these movies have these like a B su- subplot for adults. Right. Yeah, I get like what you're Shrek. saying. Is there shit in Shrek? Yeah. I haven't, I can't get any of Shrek is Nobody a little shady. Shrek here, is he? Shrek's a little shady. The I mean, there's boners in Disney. The guy? There's all sorts of subliminal things going on. What did Shrek do that's so bad? You know. No, you I know. honestly don't. I don't know. I, I don't just assume you know. it just sounds like it's bad. There yeah. was, I remember watching it with uh, like a younger Maybe like a niece or a nephew and just being like, damn. Yeah. This is a little progressive. Yeah, they don't do any of that anymore because everybody's the gotcha police now. Everybody loves and, everybody loves Nanny Nanny Poo Poo. If they did one off-color joke in, you know, Moana or Raya or whatever, it would be all over oh, social Raya, media. Oh, The Last Dragon. It's violent. Have you seen it? I loved it. I was stoned watching it with my niece oh, and nephew. Okay. I was like, I want to fuck a dragon. That's funny because I watch it with a stone guy. <laughs> and, and, ch- and children and maybe i watched was, it with you and he was like <laughs> like shit would happen he's like whoa and i'm like well you like are reacting to this quite a bit more strongly than drugs make everything better the that's children. the whole moral of the story it's <laughs> one part i don't remember what happened he's just like oh fuck and it's like <laughs> you were watching a disney new release that's with how a, i watch it with a two-year-old and a blunt yeah it always makes it better yeah raya's not bad it's all right it's all right it's all right. I've seen worse. I will see worse again. But there is something like, for example, we don't understand how flies see the world, right? Because they have like 10 million eyeballs. They have like disco. Flies? Like the insect? Yeah. Right. Hear me out here. Oh, Jesus Christ. Right? Because they have like disco ball eyeballs. Yeah. We're, we're, it's speculative. But they're assuming it's prisms. Like light prisms. Right. We don't, we don't know, right? So like let's just say that there's – or physics says that there's – nine dimensions right but we can only see three or four right well i mean i see a couple extra i know you. you got your i know you're 32 i got a couple extra. you're 32 ounces nine into your, what are you an amateur 
what I'm getting at here is somebody asked Missy Elliott about that when she, because she was very popular with children and her music was also very sexually suggestive. And they're like, how are you okay with knowing kids are watching your stuff? And she used the example of Marvin Gaye's sexual healing. And she was like, we used to love that song when I was a That's kid. That's a good example. She's like, we thought it was about doctors. <laughs> I guess the music video, he may have been in like a, a doctor white coat or something like that. But that's she's, a, that's exactly she's what like, I'm until, until the light bulb goes off, that sexuality is essentially a dimension of, a human, of, existence. of human existence that until the, the light bulb of adolescence goes off inside of you, people can literally wave it in your face and you, you're likely to miss it. Short of somebody just... I, I really wish you didn't use that language. But you know what I'm saying. Wave it in the face. Right. Short of discovering a stack of, you know, the proverbial stack of... Uh, Uncle Dick's. Of, pen, of Uncle Dick's penthouses. <laughs> and I'm sure Uncle Dick had those. Okay, I'm going to go. All right. We can, we can be done here. Bye. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.